0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken for Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. Brought to you by great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Sedation dentistry. That's the key. You got some bad teeth. You got some weak chompers. He can take care of you. One visit, you don't even know it happened. 317-849-2933. At least that's my understanding. I've never had sedation dentistry, but it sounds great. Six-hour nap. Boom, you got a new mouth. Wonderful. Let's talk about sports. And let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. I've got six burning questions. And really, there's a seventh. There may be a bonus. So we've got that going for us. The number one question, the number one burning question for the Indianapolis Colts as we look ahead to the 2021 season, can the Colts replace Justin Houston and Danico Autry, both in terms of leadership and productivity? With a combination of Quiddy Pay and Taequann Lewis, al Muhammad, Muhammad and Kamoko Toure. Can those four guys, really Quiddy, and then a combination of the other three, can they replace? And you've got Hurricane Dio. But Hurricane Dio, Odangbo, he ain't to play for a while because they had torn Achilles. So, those other three plus Quiddy. Can they do what Justin Houston and Danico Autry did last year, which frankly wasn't quite good enough? And that's why those two guys are former Colts. You have got to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks if you want to win football games. If you don't, you are going to lose football games. Two keys to football keep your quarterback upright and clean and dirty up the other guy. That's the way football works. Uh, Number two, can Carson Wentz replace Phillip Rivers? Philip Rivers last year was not bad. He was pretty good. He was about middle of the road, right down the middle, among the 32 starters in the NFL last year. Not a lot of mistakes, but not a lot of stretch plays. Didn't have the arm anymore and didn't have the legs to go get you first down. A lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, one of them, they get out and use their wheels to go move the sticks. Phillip Rivers was unable to do that. In fact, I don't think he picked up a single first down last year with his legs. Wasn't his job. So that's not what he did. Can Carson Wentz replace the productivity of Phillip Rivers, enhance the Colts' running game with his legs, and keep mistakes to a minimum. If he can do that, I mean we all know. 50 sacks against 15 interceptions, right? 12 starts. Led the league in both categories. Can't have that. Can't have that level of poor play ever. Yeah, even if you offset it with a lot of great play. You cannot lead the NFL in interceptions and sacks and hope that your team's going to win. You just can't. Was Carson Wentz responsible for his foibles in Philadelphia? Or was it the, uh, the leaky offensive line caused by injury and the lack of weaponry? which wasn't we're going to find out and that's why this season is going to be very very interesting number 3 can anthony walker be replaced by bobby okariki i like bobby okariki bobby okariki is much faster than anthony walker right much faster so can he be replaced? can he replace walker in terms of physicality because walker was a good hitter he's also a really good thinker and if you think that Darius Leonard would be Darius Leonard without Walker saying, hey, Darius, watch this, watch that, and schooling Darius up during games so Darius could use his athleticism, plus have Anthony Walker's brain in his head too, that voice in his head. <coughs> Darius has a lot to be thankful for. Having Walker as a teammate for his first three seasons is certainly among them. Ken Okereke, replace all of those assets while adding his speed. Uh, Number four, can Eric Fisher get healthy soon enough? Sam Tevy, not great last year for the Chargers. That's why he's no longer a Charger. You want to know why left tackles no longer play with their original team. It's because those teams were not happy with their level of play. Especially at the left tackle spot, you have to be very, very cognizant of why teams let guys go. Sam Tevy does not project as a starting-level player at left tackle for the Colts. How do we know this? Because they went out and signed Eric Fisher, who's got to come back from that torn Achilles. If Fisher can come back, that offensive line is rock solid. If he can't, then Tevy is going to need help, and that help comes at the cost of a receiver outrunning roots. And that makes it easier for defenses to their secondary to kind of scheme against the Colts. If the Colts are keeping a sixth guy in to block instead of attacking, then that's that's another double team, right, that's available, or a tighter zone coverage for the opposing defense. So uh, Eric Fisher getting healthy and being that guy in an island that Anthony Costanza was for so many years here in Indianapolis, that's absolutely critical for the Colts. Uh, Number five, can the Colts keep pace with a Titans team willing to bet heavy on 2021 with the Julio Jones trade? The Titans are going all in on 21, right? They gave up their second round pick in 22, their fourth round pick in 23. For this year, they paid nothing other than the cash salary of $15 million for Julio Jones. So their cap number, their cap number is the worst in the NFL now. They are $9 million over the cap, which means they're going to have to lose some players. Maybe Roger Saffold, somebody like that. Are the Colts going to be able to keep pace with a team willing to dig deep for a one-year run at a championship at the expense of future years? We're going to find out. Colts kind of did a similar thing, right? Gave up the third-round pick this year and a first-round pick next year in order to get Carson Wentz. That is the trade upon which the entire Chris Ballard era will be defined. If, if Ballard and Reich are right about Wentz in making that trade, and he's worth a three and a one, the Colts are going to win championships. If they were wrong, Ballard and Reich are going to be looking for work. That's the way the NFL works. It's a meritocracy, a pure meritocracy. Number six, can Kylan Granson replaced Trey Burton, who replaced Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron's draft pedigree showed you what kind of talent he was. Ninth overall, this is a guy with exceptional speed, good hands, an ability to block, right? Here, eh, you know what? A little bit goofy, yep. And then hands-wise, not always there. Uh, Trey Burton couldn't always stay on the field, either in Chicago, that's why he became a former Bear. Or here with the Colts. And and when he did, he had a drop once in a while. Can Granson be an upgrade from Burton? We're going to find out. He certainly had showed the tools when he was at SMU. But the thing about Granson, you got to remember, is that Granson went in the fourth round, which means every team in the NFL passed on him an average of at least three times. Three plus times. So he's not Eric Ebron from a, a talent perspective or a projectable production perspective. But he might be, uh, like uh, we know, He at least to this point, he can't block. He didn't block well when he was at SMU. But he does catch the ball well, and he does run away from defenders really, really well. We'll see if he can do that here, get in the seam, kind of be that Dwight Clark guy. Uh, see if he can kind of hit that seam and pop plays for Carson Wentz. Uh, Indiana's recruiting is taking a step up in the month of June. They're going to have at least four visits from uh, class of 2022 guys. C.J. Gunn already is committed to the class of 2022 out of Lawrence North High School right here on the northeast side of Indianapolis. And then you've got uh, some other guys who are going to visit, including uh, uh, Jalen hood Shafino. He's the number 26th ranked player in the country out of Uh, Mount Verde, he's 6'5", a wing. You've got Caleb Banks, a 6'8", forward, number 92 in the country out of Fayette uh, Fayette County, Georgia. 6'6", Justin Taylor, number 86 out of St. Ann's Belfield. He's going to come to IU. He's going to kind of poke around. And then you've got 6'11", Kyle Filipowski, number uh, 56, according to 24-7 Sports, from Wilbraham and Monson. We'll see what those guys think of Indiana. They're all being recruited at a high level. We'll see how many of those Indiana can get. And then Jalen Washington's a six-nine power forward out of Gary Westside. Getting him might establish Indiana, uh, kind of a foothold for Indiana in Lake County, which they haven't had in a long time. Who was the last Lake County guy who came to Indiana? I mean, like Matt Nover? I don't know who it was. Dan Dockage from Gary Andrean? I don't know. It's been a long time since Lake County started sending guys down to Bloomington to play basketball. We'll see if Jalen Washington is the first. He's number 19, ranked number 19. He, he's a guy who would fit very, very nicely into that Trace Jackson Davis mold of power forward. We'll see what happens. The Indiana Pacers, proud to wear their shirt today because I'm going to do some uh, uh, volunteer work for them. They're taking part in the Million Meal Movement Up here on the northeast side, they've got a warehouse and they're going to put together meals for the homeless. The meals are going to go down to shelters in Indiana and and be dispensed to the homeless. Those who otherwise would have nothing to eat, they do this all the time. Kelly Toll's and Richie Smith do a wonderful job of community outreach for the Indiana Pacers. Absolutely phenomenal. The work that the Pacers do as partners in this community is absolutely laudable. And, and, hey, I know the product on the on the court this past year, not great. We're not happy with a bunch of things regarding the basketball with the Indiana Pacers and the, the injury levels of the Indiana Pacers, which caused some of their problems. But I'm telling you, man, as a compu- uh, community partner, they're absolutely without parallel in this community. And then, uh, conversely, you've got Bob Craft. There's a video of him online on social media. He's getting an 80th birthday gift of a Bentley, and he's just thrilled to get this Bentley. How tone-deaf do you have to be in this world as it exists today to be an exhibitor of that level of greed? It gives us another reason to hate Bob Kraft, and I have no qualms about it. I make no apologies for it. If you exhibit that kind of greed, look, you know what? If you go out and buy yourself a Bentley, go do that. If you got the money to buy a Bentley, why the hell not? Go ahead and buy a Bentley. But to act thrilled as a billionaire as you receive a Bentley from a bunch of rich friends as a gift for your 80th birthday, to me, that, that, that's beyond the pale. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and to watch him being thrilled as he was at this gift, I, does he have no idea what world he lives in and, and what's happening on this planet? Is he deranged? Easy man to hate. And you know, I love rooting against people. Going to start rooting against uh, Paul George tonight. Again. I'm not a fan. What are you going to do? Birthdays. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this muggy and now rainy Tuesday. Uh, Christy Line, happy birthday. Sarah Beth, happy birthday. Tom Elger, James Scalzo, happy birthday. Reed Bunzel, Dan Jamison, the great Ray D'Alessio, celebrating her birthday today. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, Pete Siebert, happy birthday. Uh, Tom Bassett, Justin Kelly, that made me laugh. Uh, Pete Schwartz and Maury Sasher Jr., celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. And as, as one major league owner, in, in Herb Simon, is empowering his people to feed the hungry, Bob Kraft is bathing in the glorious shine of a brand new Bentley given to him by, by some guys, some friends. It's just unbelievable. And uh, it it kind of tells you something about the difference between people. And it's not all about how much wealth they have. It's about where their heart's at and whether they actually have one. We'll talk to you a little bit later today.